Welcome to Game Quest. We got, we got a little shorter episode. We got we got one man down, but we're gonna we're gonna barrel through this thing as a three man operation. I'm Trace. I'm Jordan. I'm just over here yeeting. Ye- yeeting? Or was, yeeting. did you did you have a stroke trying to say you were eating something? No. I would have rather the stroke. I would have rather the stroke than you I'm say yeeting. Here, yeeting all over the place. Don't mind me. So have you already yoked? Yeah. Okay, there, okay. Well, there's there's some yoat residue and there's some yeeting happening. What's the residue? Uh, you don't want to know. You don't want to know about the residue. Food. Yeah, that's what I was saying when I was yeeting previously. Not now. We're, we're so hip. And Matt, Matt, you jump in here anytime. You just. Uh, <laughs> I know you, you talk about your fucking yeets and yotes and ye- ye- yeets. It's just yeats. a little that's yes, man. It's my way of saying I invited everyone to a game of Fortnite. Um, not by accident, just because I thought Discord's integration was cool. Um, yeah. Did it send it to like everyone on every server that you're part of? <laughs> because that would be awesome. That would be awesome. Only for a game where you only have a maximum of four people, that kind of defeats the point now, doesn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I did some shit. I know y'all did some shit this week. I actually... Yeah. So, uh, shit happened. Here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a little teaser for later in the episode. I didn't only play Destiny. Okay, all right. Well, Gasp! He also watched some anime, so... Oh, no, I didn't. I haven't watched any. Well, now, now you're just spoiling it. Um, well, we're, if... we've, just, we've just whittled it down. It's not watching an anime. It could be a lot of things. It could right. be... It's true. Um, that's, the uh, anime listeners among us are going to be disappointed, but that's okay. breakfast from Burger King. I could have got breakfast from Burger King. And oh, was, fuck, dude. That sounds disgusting. delicious. No, sounds, fuck. It's oh, delicious. No, I'm no. ready to die on this hill. Let's fucking go. No, it's no. no. Matt, what is wrong with you? A is fucking disgusting. No, you are incorrect, sir. Their mobile app has a coupon for one dollar large order of fries. Sick. Anyways, I yeah, it's very (laughs) sick. I get sick every fucking time I eat over there. So yeah. And then they have a ten piece chicken nugget for a dollar fifty. So you can get a large fry and some nuggets for two fifty plus tax. You're welcome. That that sounds great. I literally just paid off my cell phone, so I should probably eat some Burger King. That's the only logical thing I can do right now. Mm, oh, value menu Burger King. You can you can allow yourself that leisure. Oh man, that's like fifty bucks a month right there. Fuck that. Nice. I'm splurging once. I'm getting a fifty dollar Burger King meal once. Hell yeah, a fifty dollar Burger King meal. <laughs> Jordan yeah, can never I... seen from again. He got chronic food poisoning and died. I don't think I don't think a single human being could eat. Fifty dollars worth. Okay, of are we? And live. Are we doing this? Are we having this challenge? <laughs> we'll catch that video for you, folks, right here. Let's. All right, if we all chip in some money, I'm sure we can get Jacob in on this. He might even try with me. We'll have a contest. See who can finish it and finish first. Oh uh, we have, god. We have to budget our fifty dollars to the things that are you know the least filling. I think we can do this. How much does a coke cost? I'm I'm looking right now to see how many. <laughs> How many sausage, egg, and cheese sandwiches you can buy? Oh God, no, I wouldn't do all that, but it no, would at least be twenty dollars of that. <laughs> uh, someone at work when I worked at Hastings bet me that I could not finish a whole bundle box for McDonald's, which is two Big Macs, uh, ten or twenty chicken nuggets, two large fries, and a drink, two drinks, and uh, they were they were sorely mistaken. I think That's the large before we I'm just gonna wrap up food talk. Uh <laughs> I think No, I'll do that for you. I have more story. 
I think the worst shit I've eaten was I ate me and Jacob ate 16 corn dogs a piece on 50 cent corn dog day. Because Dude. <laughs> it was like 20 bucks to get a disgustingly unnecessary amount of corn dogs. I definitely ate five chili dogs less than a year oh, ago when they did poor, that. Poor, poor underwear. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. This is delicious. And um, I don't know. I, I still have Y'all the iron had- stomach of a 16 year old, so it's pretty good. But I also one time ate two four by fours from uh, what's it called? The In N Out. That's pretty. That's, that's well, I could do that because that's before driving two. two and a half hours while oh. driving. Two and a half hours to <laughs> okay, my yeah, destination. Brave, anyway, um, this is not. Oh man, news but what about the time that I that ate a fucking man? quadruple bypass burger at the fucking heart attack grill? I got my I got wheeled out to the car in a fucking wheelchair. Dude, I barely managed to finish the devil. How the motherfuck did you eat the quadruple? Miserably, <laughs> miserably the entire sound- time painful oh my I, god pr- i pretty much mentally tapped out halfway and i don't want to say muscled i fatted my way through the last half <laughs> holy shit that's i think yeah. i'm gonna become a professional eater like a uh, competition <laughs> eater i think this sounds great i couldn't do, a lot it. Better I than, can't do it anymore than this video game stuff you know what i'm saying yeah. <laughs> what happened so what happened in video games Fuck, we're dude, coming up right. on a lot of shit so i feel like news is gonna start ramping up yeah, maybe, uh, you know, it, it comes in waves. Um, sometimes the waves hit you and you're like, oh, that's cool. And then sometimes it like swallows you under and you're like, oh, this is a fucking bummer. Mm. So naturally, naturally, we're going to start with a bummer. Uh, Bethesda, makers of one Fallout 76, have announced that you now get the wonderful opportunity to pay them extra money each month for a premium service that allows you to play in private servers to have a private server, I should say. They're really, uh, they're really selling me on Fallout seventy six as it progresses through the life of the video game. I will say, private servers have always been a thing. You got Art, Conan, whatever. They're, they're private servers. You rent them. What the fuck ever. It's the fact that they're adding a whole bunch of shit that can be construed as pay to win that you can use in the normal mode too. That's got people all pissed off. Like that's not cool, but this. Yeah, so you can get some unlimited junk storage. Um, you can put a lot of junk in your trunk, let's say. Uh-huh. You also you also get a survival tent where you um, essentially place a fast travel point in the world. Uh, a sleeping bag, whatever that actually is. You get 1,650 atoms per month, which um, I don't know what atoms cost, but that probably exceeds the cost of a $12 a month membership. So that's something i guess to kind of even that out the most egregious thing though is they're hiding the fallout new vegas ranger outfit behind this motherfucking thing yeah that's number one god damn what the fuck i just want to run around but wait where's the place west virginia (laughs) as a fucking new vegas ranger and i don't get to because i I won't be paying i won't be doing this um i've sung fallout 76's praise in the past but I am not like I would do a month, but that's only to be like, oh, that's neat. I guess I, that's one time. What? One a time. time purchase. No, it's a hundred dollars for a it's year, a, though. A hundred dollars a year. A year. Damn. It's a one time purchase <laughs> for 12 months. That's a no for me, dog. <laughs> yeah. For, 
for a game that is not free to play, um, that's a bummer. If it was free to play, that'd be a little different. But that said, I think that the rest of the stuff they've added for free is better than this. So, yeah, it's like DLC that costs more than the original game. I will sub. Well, welcome to video games and mods. (laughs) I'll do that for a month and see how it is. Yeah, that that seems like about the right time to do that. Uh, I I just got to say real quick, I find it funny that Trace, a person who pays $60 for Warcraft or $40 every year, every two years, whatever it is, and then a subscription. I think that's funny. Well, no, I was just laughing that it was a larger number. It was just a larger number than the original game cost, like a hundred compared to sixty. I don't. Yeah, but that's that's everything though. Like that's if you were to pay for a year of if you were to pay for a year of Netflix, that's a lot. Yeah, if you're renting a server in Battlefield, it's like eight bucks a month. So I mean, it 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 is a thing. It's weird that Bethesda is doing that instead of just doing. They're hosting it. Yeah, so I mean, if these servers come out flying great, no hiccups, sure, what the fuck ever. But um, <laughs> if they come out as Bethesda servers, we're gonna yeah, have a real fucking problem on our hands. <laughs> if I'm paying money for Bethesda servers, <laughs> so God, what if Bethesda and fucking God damn it, Bioware both like die in the same year? Because they've made really fucking don't, dumb don't, decisions. Don't break my heart like that. <laughs> I, I know. I'm just saying they're they're both being real stupid right now. Yep. What is okay? So what is uh what does Bethesda come out and talk about outside of Starfield at their next like press event? Whatever they have to have something else. Doom most likely. Well, Doom will be out by let, let's say E3. Doom will be out by E3 unless it gets delayed again. Like well, maybe not... it'll be just like a couple of years ago where there was absolutely fucking nothing. Oh, that'd be bad for them. And they just skip a year. They're, they're going to have to come stew out in their own filth. Something. Yeah. Fucking. I'll take another prey game. I'll tell you that much. Oh, I would. So get the shit scared out of me by inanimate objects again. Let's do it. <laughs> I want them to up the, the ante on cups. that shit. I'd be How totally happy to fall out with it. The next wait, Fallout five. Yes. Yeah, we're, that's we're just, not going to happen for another no. No, they oh, no. Elder Scrolls and Starfield are going to be what's mm. what's coming. Yeah, if they were to start talking about another proper Fallout right in the midst of saying that like Starfield and Elder Scrolls are not even ready to be shown yet, that yeah. would be that would no. be just a bad sign. So I yeah, uh, I don't know. Like maybe they come up with something new, like another new thing that they're like, "Hey, we've been working on this on the side. It's like a little uh, thing." I don't know. Bethesda is a publishing arms so yeah they'd have to go hard in their publishing part they, portion. they'd have to get something else good in order to do good to do something yeah i guess that makes sense we'll we'll see what happens i guess um and good news no good news for crazy people like Woo! mostly mostly matt but me a little bit as well uh paradox interactive has announced crusader kings 3 is coming out next year oh i'm ready also, three hundred dollars in fucking DLC. <laughs> well, here's here's the good news for you. Um, it's included in Game Pass. Oh, well, fancy that. Yeah, and you know, usually those <laughs> things include the DLC in Game Pass as well. So, if you pay fifteen dollars a month over two years, you'll break even. It's fine. I think the best thing about that announcement is there's going to be an actual fucking tutorial. So. <laughs> I won't have to spend two years figuring out how to play before I start to enjoy the actual game. It only damn, took them complicated. 
God, yeah. Like, and how many of these different types of games have they made over the past fucking so, twenty years? Like, and, and like most of them, like with Stellar, I think Stellaris is Paradox. Like, they're they you play a few games, you'll get the gist of it. But with Crusader Kings, it's like I am literally running a fucking country in sixteen oh two or whatever the fuck it was. Like, this is insane. The Duke of Who is wanting to marry my daughter. Fuck you. <laughs> oh shit! They just declared war and uh, maybe made in my economy. Like, oh fuck! I'm sorry. Yeah, maybe I should have done that. Maybe I should have <laughs> said well, Matt, yes. The good that. news for you is that there are people with the same amount of knowledge on how to run a country currently running a country. I, I'm pretty sure I have more knowledge than that shit. But we're not. Let's not get into that. <laughs> I know. Just I don't. I don't want to rant today. Oh man. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk more about some politics. Oh, good. I segued us perfectly. You did, and it involves Congress this time. It probably did last time, too. Anyway, Congress, in a bipartisan letter that they've crafted, uh, contacted Bobby Kotick of Activision, criticizing Blizzard and their handling of all of this Hong Kong business. Good. Well, you know you fucked up when you got Congress involved in shit. Oh, yeah. man, it's so bad that Congress is taking the moral fucking high ground on right? Blizzard. Well, I mean, Ugh. it is the more moral Congress members that are doing this. So. Yeah, and either way, we we still, I've said it before, I'll say it again, we do not want politics in our video games. But yeah. this is a good thing that they're saying. I just want to read this quote real quick, because uh, it kind of sums up a lot of things Um, as China amplifies its campaign of intimidation. You and your company must decide whether to look beyond the bottom line and promote American values like freedom of speech and thought, or to give into Beijing's demands in order to preserve market access. We urge you in the strongest terms to reconsider your decision with respect to Mr. Chung. You have the opportunity to reverse course. We urge you to take it. And it's just like the biggest, biggest fucking middle finger you could possibly send to anyone. And you're also sending it to Bobby Kotick, who A, sucks, and B, isn't probably the person you need to send it to, but yeah. I assume he's somebody who can make shit happen as well. Yeah. He's also the the star of that fucking baseball movie. That name just flew out of my face. It's a bad joke. I'm going to move on from it. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> God, I'm just, I'm racking my brain trying to think of that. Anyway, uh, we, we haven't seen any sort of response from blizzard just yet and uh they probably won't be they're not even doing a public fucking q a at blizzcon this year yeah. so you know all of questions have been submitted and screened it's fucked no it's not there's they're submitted and they'll pick them like there's no open mic you don't get yeah to, right right they're not gonna pick anything it's gonna be like yo what the fuck guys hey you red Gold shirt guy this, this is the death of red shirt guy yeah, it, it is the death of Richard. Uh, somebody's definitely going to stand up somewhere and scream something. Is this an April Fool's joke? Oh, I bet there's going to be all kinds of fucking yeah, people. I don't, oh, I everybody's going to be wearing red shirts. Ugly. Uh, um, on the bright side, there is a rumor circling that Diablo 4 is going to be announced there. And that kind of falls in line with, I'm sure they're like, oh, fuck, what the hell do we do? Quick, get something together based on something everybody loves. And then they're probably going to follow that up with an Overwatch 2 announcement, and that's just going to like take everything back. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't don't punish the devs for doing their jobs because a lot of them are walking up to it. it is all in all, it is it's the, the brass like, corporate assholes. Like, 
Yeah, and unfortunately, a lot of those guys are going to take um, a lot of the flack because they're the heat. most public, yeah. and they're yeah, um, which fucking sucks. But at the same time, the management is not doing them any favors by doing this shit. You know, yeah. parading them out there in certain situations. So hopefully, they don't you know put anybody on stage to say something fucking stupid or anything. Except you has a stockist because goddamn, one step forward, two steps back with that guy. Yeah. All right, we'll move into some other good news. Other good news. <laughs> well, I guess it was yeah. good news that they were called it. This is not, this is never good to talk about shit like this. No, but I mean, I mean it's it good is, to discuss it, is and, it, it and share it, but it's like, you know, it's, it's sad that we it. have to. Yeah. It's sad that we have to talk about it. Um, I don't know where exactly Capcom was doing all this stuff, but they, they were talking a lot this last week. And two of the things that they said were. Um, that they don't favor gotcha mechanics in their games, so like loot boxes and shit like that. They also said that they quote pl- they plan to quote revive dormant IP in their catalog because Resident Evil and Monster Hunter are doing fucking gangbusters across the board for them. So I'm going to get Dragonstock. Bring it. Up. Well, yeah, I hope so. That is a dormant franchise. Um, it's a very dormant franchise. <laughs> it's not that dormant. It's not as dormant as like. I yeah, I don't know some of their other shit. Yeah, <laughs> what does even you have? Know. I can't even think about it. <laughs> Fuck, they have just so much. <laughs> so many hot titles and just- you know, 1942. Let's go back to that one. Nutbusters, dare I call them? Uh, what? What? Um, the I don't. Like I don't remember nuts. them making that game. Okay, uh, Bionic Commando, also Capcom. You know, it's just like also a nutbuster. <laughs> Let's just bring back the hits, you know, let's go back to the, the days of the eighties. We'll step into an arcade and we'll just be like, all right, here's the one commando. Like, let's get it. Capcom. Let's go. Dark stalkers. They need a new fighting game. Street fighter fucking sucks. <laughs> uh, so did oh. that Marvel versus Capcom. That was fucking bad. Street fighter anyway, sucks. There's a lot of fucking stinky people that would yell at you for saying that. Street fighter five is a terrible game. Woo! Most Street Fighter fans would probably agree. Anyway, in other good news, this time actually involving Activision, there won't be any loot boxes in Call of Duty this year. It's a battle pass. There will be a battle pass, a free and a paid battle pass. There will not be loot boxes, hmm. which is good news for me as I will start playing that game very soon. But this week, as a matter of fact, I believe it is. It is out. Uh, but tomorrow night is when. Damn. Oh, you know what else is out tomorrow night? That's going to be way better than Call of Duty. Probably not, but um, Outer Worlds is going to be good as well. <laughs> yeah, Personal Outer Worlds too. I'll play a lot more Call of Duty than I will Outer Worlds. Oh my god! Because let's be real, I'll beat that game once, and then I'll be like, "All right, that was cool." Yeah, it hasn't even like drawn my attention, so that's yeah, that. I, I I got to like five or six, probably. And I'll still probably play more depth. Call of Duty than you will play Outer Worlds. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> It's true. We will see. We'll count the we'll count the time. We'll count the minutes, and we'll go from there. All right. Some other non-game related news as we wind this segment down. The <laughs> wind it down because it's just so wound up. <laughs> the, oh, it's about to get wound up. All right. The creator of the Sons of Anarchy and Mayans MC, Kurt Sutter, has been fired by FX. Um, Being an Sutter, abrasive asshole. <laughs> Sutter refers to himself <laughs> as an abrasive dick as the reason for. Um, <laughs> departure let's say uh which is you know that's interesting he's been with fx for 18 fucking years like 
he started on the shield and you know did his work and then I'm, I'm assuming pitched sons of anarchy and they were like oh fuck yeah and then that did well for them and he's like all right let's do a spinoff and they're like fuck yeah it did and, well but boy oh boy did i fucking not like that show <laughs> yeah i wasn't really into it it was like essentially modern day hamlet and that's fine i guess i think that's but, i think that's definitely what bikers want to be referred to as was modern day hamlet oh yeah for sure i mean that's <laughs> that's what 1% means hamlet was 1% of shakespeare's catalog don't you know that wait what <laughs> completely just made that up off the head. <laughs> oh okay i was like you just took this joke up too many levels for me right now i'm on like level 2 right now you just jumped to 5 i need you to come back down here and, and try something a little dumber for me <laughs> <laughs> oh god well i'm sorry i did that it's okay <laughs> last last thing uh sutter said he's handing over the job to uh mayans mc showrunner elgin james who will now be in his position whatever position that actually was in the uh, abrasive asshole position and the abrasive dick matt abrasive yeah, dick the abrasive oh dick position because man the abrasive, the abrasive assholes are worse to be honest with you <laughs> can you imagine if you had an abrasive dick and an abrasive asshole they met right Oh, they'd just be, you'd start a fire. You would start a fire. (laughs) Uh, Last thing I want to talk about, mostly because I'm pretty jazzed about this idea. Uh, Stephen King is turning his uh, Bangor, Maine mansion into a museum. And he's also building a quote unquote writer's retreat house right next door. That's kind of cool. That's fucking nuts. Uh, Probably because he constantly gets people like standing out in front of his house, like taking pictures and shit. It's like fuck this. Is, is he Make it a museum. Live there? No, I don't think so. Is like the I, writers retreat thing like a like something he's doing for like the community or yeah. a group of this people? This is this is like all nonprofit stuff. Um, the details are still coming down. He just got as of uh, a few days ago just got the zoning permission to uh, change his house into a nonprofit and also build a new building next door. Um, he is prolific with his charity shit He's in, in his hometown. like it's insane like just in general uh, to people in his community to writers in general like he is he's fucking nuts with his stuff i don't know if i've talked about it here before but he has several times over the past like i don't know six months a year opened up some of his catalog stories to anyone who wants to make a movie out of them for a dollar for a dollar yeah like he'll he'll license out his stories to filmmakers for one dollar and like nothing else no royalties none of that shit it's that's crazy it's nuts he's he's a cool dude he's, yeah, a, he's a so really loaded cool dude. he can afford to do it I think. oh <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah like <laughs> most prolific horror writer of our generation oh, i love the story that he fucking hated the shining oh he hates 90 percent of the adaptations <laughs> yeah, of his that's movies. why he wrote fucking doctor that's why he wrote doctor sleep <laughs> man i still I, wonder I how that's gonna that. go uh, it's the same guy from hill house so i have faith that he will be good mm. i just mean like all right you go in watching doctor sleep right you're a movie watcher you've not read the books you 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 know the shining you know stanley kubrick's the shining so much of that movie is so different than that book but so much of the doctor sleep book is in reference to the shining book sure. Yep. How many people are going to be like, oh, this is the sequel to The Shining, and then they're going to be like, what the, f- what that the hell? No yeah. relation whatsoever except for Danny Torrent. Like, it's that's going to be interesting. I people I don't know that I'll be going to know what The Shining actually is. Right, <laughs> right. Like, I, I was watching a fucking 
trailer. We went and saw a movie with my parents. And she saw that. She's like, what? The, the Shining? That looks like, oh, there's the hotel. Oh, no. It, you like, say it was have... your mom. But guess what, Matt? It was your good buddy, Trace. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> they, they knew. But it, you didn't know what the fucking what it was either. But they, they knew that it was, it was the same once they showed the, the Overlook Hotel. And then, but they're like, but why does he have psychic powers and all this shit? I was like, that's The Shining. Like, that's what it's called. There's the so many hall. Stephen King books with it. Oh, I saw the fucking hallway and I leaned over to Matt. I'm like, I'm getting some Shining vibes from this. He's like, yeah, it's a fucking sequel. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, you fucking dipshit. I'm like, oh, well, it's they, they done good. <laughs> that's hilarious. Oh, man. So, yeah, that's some cool cool news coming out of Maine there. And uh, one day I would like to go there and see that. Fuck yeah. Maine? Maine. That's a long... St- Stephen fucking King's Maine. fucking house. It, it sure but is. And you know what? That's like, fine. <laughs> it like almost couldn't be further away and still be in the United States. <laughs> that's 100% true, actually. Yes. Unless it was Alaska, I suppose. So... I don't know, man. If you... Anyway... I don't know. There's no yeah. way Maine is further than Alaska, but I, there's a big way. And Actually, yeah, um, way. okay. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that was the news. That was the end of the news right there. Now it's time for y'all to uh, say something other than destiny for what'd you do this week? Okay. I, will, I guess I'll end with what I did in destiny. Cause I had a good week in destiny. Yeah. Um, well, we, we'll talk about that, but like, other stuff too hopefully okay so i I watched a documentary called hunt for the skinwalker and i actually got way into it except for i was it was pointed out to me that the creator of the uh of the documentary it was like a two hour long documentary uh kind of ran one of those questionably culty scammy charlatan-esque uh yoga and martial arts studios I don't know if you guys are familiar with what I'm what I'm saying. Do you want me to? Nah, nope, not at okay. all. Have you seen videos of like a guru or somebody who's practicing martial arts and they're demonstrating on their students how they can manipulate certain things? And you'll see people like claim to have the power to like stop someone from attacking them without touching them. Or okay. Like just Rex one Kwan hand. Do. Okay. Yeah. I okay. Yes. You. Rex Kwando is fucking <laughs> real in a lot of places. And people buy into it and they think that this person has powers and it's some fucking crazy shit. Okay. And so I found out that the the creator of this uh, of this documentary was kind of like that. But <clears throat> they talk about are you guys familiar with the skinwalkers? The lore of the skinwalker? I think I saw that movie once. <laughs> okay. It's not like the movie. They are they're they come from Native American specifically like the Ute tribe they come from navajo's big navajo as well yeah. yeah i had some navajo friends in school that had told me about skinwalkers and so it was cool to see this but they are shape-shifting trickster demons uh i just want to quickly point out <laughs> that um life's biggest questions on youtube has a video entitled what if the wendigo fought a skinwalker don't do that to me. Those, <laughs> those You're two monsters that get out. me, man. Like, no shit. <laughs> okay, so... They were the closest thing when I was growing up. Like, that was the local fucking shit, because I was in big Indian territory. 
and that shit when they refuse to talk about it it's like oh my fucking god yeah so that's another thing is like they they said that they had a hard time finding people to interview for it for the for the making of this because a lot of it's like a lot of uh, elders and native in the native tribe literally would like when they said hey will you talk about skinwalkers they're like get out yeah like fuck you we're, we're not talking about this and it's like oh shit it's like some it's some spooky shit like some of then this is this cannot be verified but a story that was told is somebody the uh, the the ranch owner was remarking on how many cattle he had lost to wolves just that year and how they couldn't take uh, like any more loss and they had i think four four uh cows or steers whatever i'll call them cows just to be simple they had four cows <clears throat> in a pasture and in the span of an hour they came back and their all four cows were inside of uh, a livestock trailer but there was no sign of the only entrance being opened also like professional uh well i guess not professional ranchers you're either a rancher or you're not a rancher rancher like actual ranchers said that it would take you hours to herd one single cow into that trailer because it's a cow you're trying to herd it and it's in a fucking confined space. Okay. But there's no reason that the cows should have been in the trailer and there's no way anybody could have done it in in, in an hour. So that was a little spooky story that I enjoyed. But like, how does that relate to skinwalkers? Are they just like, well, they're tricksters, very, very, very tidy, very yeah. well no and well they said that it felt like everything that they did was anticipated okay like, it felt like they that the whatever entity was at the ranch with them knew what they were gonna do and they could like tell the future this is not getting any fucking less insane um, <laughs> but pretty much they said that they did it as like a like a mo- like a little mockery to like scare them of like oh you thought you lost your cows because you were just talking about how you couldn't handle oh, any more loss gotcha okay and so it's just like it was just like trickery and shit like that and then another one real quick uh they saw a wolf come up on the property and it walked up to the to the corral and grabbed a calf and started dragging it out of the out of the corral. And so the rancher and the son picked up a couple sticks and started beating on the on the wolf, wouldn't let go. Son runs inside and grabs a 357 Magnum. They put like six or seven shots in the in the wolf before it finally lets go of the calf, but it's still like up and walking. And then it starts it starts running away and they can see in the moonlight at this point, son had brought out like a hunting rifle, a, a 30 six, which is it's a good ass rifle. And they said that they shot so many times at the wolf that they could see flesh like in in the in the moonlight coming out of it. And then they tracked it. They followed tracks and they just disappeared or like the, they just stop in a certain spot. Huh? Huh? Yeah. So if you're uh, if if you can suspend your disbelief for a couple hours and just like soak up some potentially cool uh spooky shit i like to do it hunt for the skinwalker it's on hulu that sounds right up my alley yeah (laughs) yeah no i like that fucking weird shit even if i'm you know i watch a lot of those dumb like looking for bigfoot documentaries yeah yeah i love them and it's a lot like 
like Lyle was saying one of the times, it's like, oh, you know, I had this weird uh, like abduction experience, but also I was off my meds and all this other stuff. And you're like, (laughs) okay, buddy, thanks for the info. You know, that sort of shit. It's just like wild to watch. I, I would love for all this shit to just be true. I would too. Like it would be really great if we could interact with, uh, I I would never go into a forest again. If that shit was true, let's put it that way. (laughs) The forest will come to you. Yeah, there was like then there's like a, just a ton of like cattle mutilation shit that is synonymous with alien uh, abduction. There's like poltergeist activity. The there there's a patch in in the Uinta Basin that they call the Path of the Skinwalker in Native American lore. It's fucking well, they take it seriously, so I'm gonna take it seriously because I, <laughs> I I'm I'm interested in Native American uh, folklore. It's a nice position to have. Yeah, they think it's real, so I think it's real. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's how i live life i mean that, no i say that like 100 seriously like yeah well it's also cool. how like serious seriously dangerous cults form but yeah but there's other know. way there's like a ton of other factors at play that go into making a cult actually speaking of making a cult i actually watched another thing oh wait no i talked about the miniseries on netflix last week right i or the docuseries explained okay i watched one oh, oh I, yeah, I talked yeah, about yeah. billionaires I watched yes. one on cults no. uh, during the week and they uh, that was another cool one. They talk about Jim Jones and they have like they have people that survived cults and emerged from them. And they talk about how they what life was like on the inside, what it's like trying to adjust to life on the outside after you've been after you're raised on the inside, which is not an easy task. Did you ever see that um, that Leia Ramini show, the Ex- escaping Scientology or whatever? Oh yeah, that was no. Good. There was some nuts ass shit she uh-huh. was talking about. That shit, um, yeah. I recommend that. If you guys haven't watched Going Clear on uh, yep. Netflix or Hulu, that's an incredibly fucking good uh, Scientology documentary. Yeah, like fuck that, <laughs> fuck all yeah. that for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's it's spooky. Uh, so then you did some Destiny shit. I did some Destiny shit. So Matt. Kendra and I fucking finally did that 100,000 score night run. We got our pinnacle gear from that. Hell I've just yeah. been, I had a really good week for drops. I, I'm my light levels now like 957 or 958. When at the beginning of the week, I think I started at like in the 930s or even upper 920s. So I had a really fucking good week on Destiny. Nice. And then. Yeah. Oh, we did some Iron Banner. That was uh, that was around this week, which is like a PvP event. That shit's fun. Yeah, that was about it, though. I, uh, I'm glad I had some other shit to share that was just like, oh, I did the same <laughs> shit as usual. We <laughs> got my pinnacles, did some iron banana, yeah. yeah. Iron banana. Yeah. I keep trying to play Destiny, but... You can't get into it? I, I always play in the morning, so I'm just like fucking around by myself, and I'm like, yeah, this is not, it's not, it's not what you want to do. Right. Anyway, Matt, anyway, what, yeah, did you do anything other than Destiny over there? I did some shit up to me. Oh, you you played some of that thing. I, I did play some of that thing. That Planescape Elysium is what I'm calling this shit. Um, first off, holy fucking shit. I haven't laughed this hard at goddamn anything in for fucking ever. It's God, I told you, right? Like, that first, when you wake up and you're exploring your room and it's kind of doing like a mini tutorial and... You gotta grab the fucking horrific necktie that's talking to you. I don't know if it was talking to you. It could have just been 
the shit that I chose. It was just hanging there, yeah. Well, yeah. Oh, does it talk to you? I, I tried it, to get to it. The, it, it definitely talked to me. And then, <laughs> like, uh, the thing that, that fucking killed me, so it's like the first five minutes of the game, so not complete spoiler. Um, like, this is what fucking sold me on it. So you gotta, you're picking up your clothes and shit. <laughs> and like, it does like this police procedural thing where you see this broken window and you're like, what could have broken the fucking window? And you go around and it's like, Wait a minute. Where's my other shoe? Oh, it's the right size and shape and thrown hard enough it can break the fucking window. Yeah. <laughs> sure enough, you look out the balcony and you see it there. And then you go out, you see this chick, and the neck, uh, like, okay, I gotta back up. You, when you look in the mirror, too, when you're back Yeah, back there, up to the mirror. I gotta, gotta go to the mirror. You look in the mirror, and it's just like this big-ass, full-screen picture of this alcoholic 40-something-year-old dude and, like trying to smile. And- Who, like, looks like he'd been, like, beat to shit, too. Like... <laughs> yeah. So, the necktie is sitting there like, oh, yeah, that's the expression. Like, that's the great expression. And then you have to make, like, skill checks to fucking try and stop making the expression, and it's fantastic. And then... You go out to the hallway to go get your shoe at the balcony, and there's this chick out there. And the necktie's like, you should go make the expression at her. And then, because, like, your brain, like, your personalities are talking to you, too. It's fucking wild. And then you're like, wait, that expression? Yeah, the one that means you want physical contact. And so I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to do it. This is going to be gold. And so you walk up there, and the option is, I want to make fuck with you. And then it's just like, the chick's like, excuse me? I need you to repeat that. And you're like, no, no, I'm not saying that. No, no, I really want you to repeat that. And it's like, the chick's like, I want to make fuck on you. And it's just like, fucking dying the whole time. Like, the humor's great. The writing's absolutely insane. Especially considering they're juggling multiple parts of your body like the limbic system will pop up then your reptilian brain and i don't know it's fucking insane they do a great job with every fucking character in that game and that includes your different the different parts of your personality um so i I restarted because i like wanted to try a pre-made character i'd made my own and i felt like i did myself a disservice so i started with a pre-made and i went to the mirror and i was able to decipher the fact that the expression was related to like this old like actor and it was like his thing so at some point you adopted it because you thought it'd make you seem like (laughs) suave and stuff um it was fucking great man that game even before you get out of the like shitty motel that you're in and you have to like call in and report that like your badge and your gun are missing oh my god everyone's fucking laughing at you and oh god this game easily one of my favorite of the year and something i had not heard about until like two days before i started playing it i i'm so sad that other stuff is coming out because i know i'm going to be playing the new stuff but this might be the first time i've been super into like a crpg like this i i definitely will finish it it seems fairly short game of its type like maybe 15 20 hours um i just got unlocked the second area that you can go to and started fucking around there but it is absolutely insane. Like the different ways that you can do shit, like that little encounter with that, with the, with the woman at the beginning, like I didn't even think anything of it until it came up like fucking 10 hours later. And all of a sudden I had a 3% chance to win this fucking skill check because of it. And somehow I rolled with that 3% and didn't have to, you know, get my ass beat by <laughs> the chick's boyfriend, but it's, 
I, I don't know. I can't. It's it's good. Play it. It's absolutely fucking wild, and you need to like reading if you want to play this shit because there's yeah there's a lot. But even um, the voice acting in it is really good. Yeah, it's insanely good. It, yeah, where where it is, it's not. Like the time, Japanese, but... like your partner that's Japanese, like he's actually Japanese. Like where other games would be, be like some British Japanese person or something like that. But right. It's it's great. Yeah, it's fucking good. Um, the venerable website howlongtobeat.com says that it takes about twenty seven hours to beat the story. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Have you, did you did you do the haunted building yet? No, not yet. What with with the crazy fucking bookshop owner that you can convince that there's actually like shit going on. Oh my god. Uh, I haven't done that yet. Now it's, I'm excited though. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> uh, did you get up to anything else? Uh, I we should probably meant that was Disco Elysium is the actual name of that game. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, anything um, else? I did watch. I watched The Watchmen. Oh, that was really fucking good. I want to say it's probably the best pilot I have seen ever. You know, I, I was expecting it to be political, but for them to come out swinging as hard as they did, as fast as they did, was absolutely insane. So, yeah, they are. I, you know, I, I thought it was funny. Everyone was talking about the Joker and how, sorry, Joker and how it was going to be like this big problem for all for the things it was talking about and all this stuff. But God fucking damn it, if Watchmen doesn't just come out and be like, yo, racism, racism's a fucking problem. Here we go. And then it's just uh, from the first two minutes into this thing, you're like, oh, God. Yeah. And the thing that kills me is all of like, I've seen a lot of, you know, right leaning place like, oh, this, this show is nothing but leftist propaganda. And I'm sitting there like. This show is about a liberal president that's been in power for 30 years who's got a ban on guns to where cops can't use their firearms without permission and is showing the consequences of that. This is like alt-right's wet dream and you're sitting there <laughs> throwing a fucking fits. Like, god damn. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, you're 100% right on that point. I, I do think it, if you're watching it and thinking about it, you're like, you're, you're seeing a lot. You're not seeing one side, both sides. You're seeing a lot of shit that you're like, wow, this world is really well thought out and I can't wait to see where this fucking thing goes. And it it picks up, well, it's 30 years after the comic book. So don't watch the Zack Snyder movie because it has nothing to do with this. Um, I would definitely recommend reading the graphic novel first because the shit in that is what causes why, is why the world is like it is right now down to the squid rain. So... Yeah, yeah, I was I was finding that difficult because I, God, it's been so long since I've read that book or those books, and uh, I've much more recently watched the movie, and I was struggling to remember how any of this tied together, other than the fact that they wear Rorschach masks, like, yeah. and talk talk about some of the heroes, but yeah, um, so like, I, I like, will have to go back and do that. I'll just feel like a primer, like people that watch the movie aren't going to realize that hey. Instead of dropping a bomb on New York or whatever the fuck happened in the movie, Adrian Veidt drops a fucking genetically engineered telepathic squid that kills half of New York. And then that's why you're saying the fucking squid's raining down in the show. Like, I don't, yeah. I've seen a lot of confusion online with that shit. So it's definitely read the books, then go into it. But yeah, it's great. I can't wait to see where it goes. Gonna be good. Um, unrelated, like entirely unrelated. Did you know that Batwoman is, is, has started? No, because I really don't pay attention to CW shit. 
got good shit though. I don't know. Like it's all the same. Yeah, but it's all the same like level of goodness, which is not amazing. I, I will grant you, but uh, good. I like, Ar- I like Arrow. Uh, fucking Arrow Supergirl was, Arrow is awesome. Okay, I haven't watched yeah. it. So Supergirl is awesome. Flash uh, was so. Flash was fun. Monster of the Weeky kind of deal. You have, you have good, you have like awesome, it. and you have fun. That's the three shows they have. I'm wondering which one this is going to be. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just hadn't. I, I was like, you know, sort of interested in that show because, like, wow, that's an idea that they haven't done yet. Like, that's different. And it started earlier this month, and I had no idea. Anyway. Well, if it's good, it's good. I, I'm going to watch the fucking little crossover deal they've got because they're bringing back, like, Smallville actors and crap. So that'll, that should be fun. Yeah, it's fucking wild. Mm-hmm. God, it's so weird. Uh, did you get up to anything else of note? Uh, I did just watch the first episode of the new Castle Rock season. And it is oh. Misery with Salem's Lot. I won't say much more other than the actress they got playing... Annie Wilkes, who was Kathy Bates' character in Misery, I swear to God, I am watching Kathy Bates just younger. It's insane and slightly fucking terrifying how good this lady got her mannerisms down. She's um, God, God, who is that? I know, I know the person. Anyway, yes, I, I am. F- I'm fully confident that she's able to do that because she's a good actress. I think Lizzie Kaplan. That's right. Yeah, that that's her name. Yeah, I, I like I like a lot of her stuff. Jeff uh, I can't wait to watch Overwatch that. Team. That's Pop the one. Jeff. <laughs> Pop, Papa Jeff. Uh, he left Blizzard after all the shit happened. Oh, he, that'd be now, a real bummer. Now he is a woman and parading as young Kathy Bates. <laughs> Good for her. I am so happy that that's out now because I, I loved that no first season. Clue. I thought it was coming out way later. Yeah, yeah, I've been seeing like it, and it just... Except for the last five fucking minutes, but I'm not going to start. Um, this season yeah, is not you know. as mysterious as last season was. Like, it's pretty clear what the mystery is going to be, and it involves, you know, Salem's Lot, which, if you've read the book, you know what's going on there. Um, Can't wait to see him twist it. Right? I hope yeah. it's a really good twist. Yeah. Um, any Anything else? some destiny shit um i played some shit that's not destiny so i'll talk about that uh the first thing and i I just want to be clear i I don't i'm not happy that i'm talking about this i just i just want to say it and get it (laughs) over with i played postal four no regrets there do you have any regrets what there's there's a postal four there is a postal four postal two back in like 2000 <laughs> there is a postal four and its actual subtitle is no regrets uh this is the follow-up to 2011's postal three there was a postal three god yeah well that, i mean <laughs> look they have a weird sense of humor but i don't think their sense of humor is going from two to four um this got announced and then released like in the same day on steam uh as an early access product it is it's sometimes referred to as an alpha, let's say. <laughs> um, but to your point here, I just want to uh, read you the thing on Steam that says Postal 4 No Regrets is a satirical and outrageous comedic open world first person shooter and long awaited true sequel to what's been fondly dubbed as the worst game ever, Postal <laughs> 2. <laughs> no third game is known to exist. Wait, it says no third game. No third been- game is known to exist. Um, 
I, I, so, okay. So what I'm assuming, and, and this is not in my memory bank, what I'm assuming is that the Postal license got transferred over to someone else, and now the creator of Postal and Postal 2 is making four. That's my okay. speculation. I have not looked into this, but um, yeah, this is a this is a Terminator situation. Oh my god. Um, I just want to say it took me a good five minutes to load into the game the first time, which was the most excruciating thing in the world, and then I got maybe five frames maximum oh, um wow. and that's not a steady five frames nope it was that's max it was stalling for 30 seconds at a time regularly i don't know if this is like a problem with my computer not syncing up with their requirements or whatever the fuck but game fucking busted yo uh do not pay 18 dollars for this game because it a is not worth it and b probably will never be worth it but I, the fact that you tr- tried i try i try look postal two was fun postal 2 was fun it's dumb it's the stupidest thing you can still hit the c button and unzip your pants and start peeing all over the place <laughs> but holy shit man <laughs> It's it's like when Duke Nukem Forever came out and you're like, this can't be good, and you played yeah, it Duke and it Nukem wasn't. Was, it was decent. Uh, I mean, like a like a lot longer ago than Postal was yeah, decent. You know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> like that's that's true. Uh, yeah, I gotcha. That's yeah, so, so that's that's a thing that I did, and I I did have regrets, Trace. I had so many regrets. <laughs> <laughs> you walked out of this with at least three regrets. I regurgitated all over the place. <laughs> So then I had to wash it down with some good games, right? Like that's that's what you got to do. Yeah. Uh, so, so I checked out Chernobylite, which is the it like made waves in my brain because a the whole Pripyat Chernobyl stuff is super fascinating to me, and I would love to go there. Same. And b they were touting how they had taken 3D scans of the environment to make their world, and it looked like it was this like pseudo Fallout in Chernobyl, and I'm like, oh, that sounds really fucking cool. So I bought it and started playing it. Little did I realize uh, there's a lot of fucking sci-fi happening in this. Holy shit. So the Chernobylite is a, oh, like an element, let's say. It's like this rock that you get and it allows you to like teleport. And so like between places. So the crux of the story here is that your wife has been, your wife or girlfriend or somebody has been missing for like 30 years or something right like since the chernobyl stuff happened uh i hope i'm not getting this horribly wrong but it's it's along these lines and so your plan is to try and find some information on her by getting this chernobyl light and doing some sort of time travel what happens though when you come up to it is you run into the bad guys who also have it they step out of a portal kill your friend and then you escape through this portal which takes you to like this Max Payne style world. Like you remember the Max Payne levels where you're just walking in the darkness on like this trail, this like bridge shit that was like uh-huh. black goo or whatever. It's like that you're in this like green world and you're walking along this path. And every now and then on these columns next to you, it'll show like a video and it'll be someone talking like, Oh, we fucked up at the radio tower. You know, now they can't get our message or whatever. And then you step through the end of the portal and you are at your destination. And so this is used in this like overworld sense. You have a safe house. You've uh, traveled back in time. I believe it gets a little confusing. I think you're back in time to like right after everything happened, or at least a little closer to when everything happened. 
And you have this safe house that you can like build up like Fallout style, uh, Fallout 4 style, let's say, uh, where you get like workbenches and stuff. And then you walk over to this window and you pick up the binoculars and that's how you select a mission. And it's like layers on four missions and you have like one buddy with you and I'm app- apparently you can get more so that you're like, you select a mission for you to do, you select one for him to do, and then you go do the mission. And that's when you step through the portal and you teleport to that area of land. Uh, is this another player or is this an NPC? It's an NPC. Okay. Um, so there's some sort of like crew aspect going here i haven't gotten to anything where it's like oh recruit this guy or anything like that mm-hmm. um but like once you get into it the world looks great it's like unreal engine fucking chernobyl uh the graphics are really good the game is fucking punishing but the ai is pretty fucking stupid i must say the worst problem i have with it is like you have a pistol up to this point i only have a pistol and uh, i can shoot people and kill them i can walk up behind them and snap their necks you can't pick up their guns in like a metal gear solid four kind of way. Their guns are like locked by something. Uh-huh. So it's like, Oh, you need to have this, whatever, whatever decryptor to pick up the, you know, bad dude corporation guns or whatever the hell they're called. So I'm just walking around with this pistol and sometimes I'll get in a firefight and I'll just get shot the fuck up. Cause they have assault rifles and I don't. And it does the like far cry thing of like when your health is at a certain point, you know, you have to, you know, break your fingers back into place or whatever, that sort of thing, but not, not exactly. Uh-huh. But what happens when you get below that point and you're getting shot, you like hunch over and you're like, Oh God, this hurts so bad. And it's like a five second animation. All the while, the people that are shooting at you are just still shooting at you <laughs> or like sometimes they'll just stop. And it's just like this weird, like, Oh, we got him. Let everybody stop shooting. And then, then you get back up and start running again uh, to which they just end you immediately. Uh, so that's just like a really weird thing in this game. but. The survival stuff, I think, is pretty fun. Uh, just being in the world is is pretty cool. And some of these missions that I'm seeing in like videos going forward seem kind of nuts. I don't know. It's I think it's something that as it goes through like this early access process, I, I hope that it gets better, obviously. But I'm enjoying just running around right now and getting this little bits of stories about this guy who's just looking for his wife. Um, but it's cool. I don't know. I would recommend it. It's only like... 30 or 40 bucks right now so is it like horror or more heavy side you know a lot of the stuff i've seen is like shows horror stuff like you seeing a vision and then it like popping out of out of you know disappearing or whatever um but it seems like it's kind of doing an in-between like you'll have your mostly like action slash survival stuff um there's a video somewhere of you like blowing up this giant radio tower and something that looks like a call of duty set piece and then you'll have like your horror moments when you like go underground or something is what I'm thinking that they're doing here. So it's not a Metro stalker kind of deal. <laughs> not quite, but at the same time, they literally refer to your character as a stalker, which I think is weird. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so it, it has some of that influence in it as well. It's been so long since I played stalker. I, I don't know, but it doesn't seem to be too heavy in like the RPG stuff. Other than some of your dialogue trees, um, like there's an instance where like the buddy that's with me, you walk up to him and he's on the radio and you're like, hey, what was that? And he's like, oh, I was impersonating someone so that we get some information. And you can either be like, yo, that was cool. Or like, yo, you're an idiot. You shouldn't be doing that. Like that sort of (laughs) stuff comes up every now and then in your dialogue. And you'll run into like traders out in the wild sometimes and you can like talk to them or try to trade with them and stuff like that. So it's it's really like towing the line between all this stuff, I feel like. 
I mean, I'm only for like five hours into it, so I don't have all the information, but mm-hmm. it's cool. It ha- it's not disappointing me. That's for sure. Cool. Uh, and then so on their Steam page, this is made by The Farm 51. Uh, they're a Polish developer, I believe. And on their Steam page, they're like, hey, check out this other game from another Polish studio. It's called The Beast Inside. And I'm like, oh, okay, that sounds sounds like a lot of fun. And I look it up and it's this horror game. It's like one of those first person exploration things. And I'm like, okay, I can I can jam with that. Like, that's my thing. So I boot it up. Same, is that the same studio that uh, made the the simulator where you have to try to find the recipe for ice? Uh, what? I was, I was making a crack at the uh, at the Polish. Oh, got it. Okay. Had, I, I am Polish and I've had to field jokes about my intelligence my yeah. whole life, which they're Pol- not inaccurate. Polacks. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Yeah. Uh, no, I think the game is actually really well done. So it's the story of you and your wife moving into this house and it like used to be your grandfather's or whatever. And you start finding pieces of stuff. And the first thing I note is that, God damn it, your character is a cunt to his wife, dude. Like, he's just the worst fucking dude. So I'm like, oh, okay, you should probably die. That'd be cool. And so you're going through and you end up in the attic and you're like looking for like paint and stuff to like start refinishing the house. And you find this like journal and you start reading the journal and then you start playing in the past as your grandfather. So you're going through the same house in both the past and the present and creepy shit's happening. And you're just following the story about like what happened all, all this other, you know, pretty run of the mill stuff, but it actually seems like it's getting pretty cool because like your character is a CIA crypt analyst and apparently your work in this cabin can like stop the cold war or something. So you, you getting sidetracked by your, you know, heritage and ghosts and stuff. is probably not a good idea, but I'll say so far, it hasn't done too many of the like jump scares. There was a point in the past portion where I'm walking through the house uh, doing something. I don't remember. And I look out the window and there's somebody standing there and your dude's like, yo, private property, get the fuck off. And the dude just like points over to a shed and then walks away. And by the time I get downstairs, he's gone, you know? So I go to the shed. There's like some blood and some weirdness and in blood is written basement. And your guy's like, oh, I should probably go to the basement. That seems like a fun place to be. That's the best fucking idea you've had. Yeah. And so I walk back to the house and as I look in the front door, there's just somebody standing in the hallway looking at like a picture on a table and he's just standing there, his head's craned. And I just like, I took my hand off the mouse and I was like, all right, here it is. Here's, we're going to see how this game does its jump scares and shit. Right. So I, I walk up to him and your character starts to say like, Hey, what, what are you doing? Or, or something. And the thing just like looks over at me and just looks like this kind of fucked up person and then just disappears. Like what the fuck? It, it doesn't like jump out at me. It's just like, Oh God, I didn't know you saw me. And then, then leaves. Um, so it was just like this creepy moment of, I walk up to the house and there's just some figure standing there. And so far it's been a lot of that stuff. I'm hoping it doesn't get too jump scary because I, as with Chernobylite, I do like what this game is doing. Um, kind of interesting to see this different view on horror, you know, it just like what was Matt? The like, was it spiders games that you're like, they feel very European. Yeah. Yeah. This is like, sort of like that. It's European take on open world survival game and horror game. And so far I'm, I'm liking them. I, I will continue them. That's for sure. Cool. Um, I, I need to say this before, before I miss my chance. So you're t- <laughs> as soon as you said that 
the main character of this game is kind of a piece of shit to his wife. <laughs> I started I thinking about. Oh, sorry, a bit of a cunt. <laughs> uh, I started thinking of my Polish grandparents, the, the the grandparents on the Polish side of my family, and for their fiftieth wedding anniversary, uh, my grandpa was working with the rest of the family, uh, pretty much the four sons, to to plan a surprise fiftieth fiftieth uh, wedding anniversary with the, our whole family, like our whole immediate family. And it was like a private dinner that was fucking catered. It was like it was a it was a free it was a pretty cool thing. And they like every people went and had like family pictures done to give them print or to give my grandma prints. And at one point I was at their house and she started to catch on to something and she looks at him and I'm going to do my best, the best voice of my grandmother without waking up the rest of the house. But she said to him. Jan, you better not be up to anything because it's been 50 years of misery. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> and that motherfucker still planned that whole thing and made my grandma fucking cry her eyes out on their 50th <laughs> wedding anniversary. And it was just the funniest shit. They, they would say horrible. I've heard, I heard my grandma so many times as a kid tell my grandpa that she can't wait for him to die. Or that she's ready to die because she's so she can't because she can't stand him, and he just sit there fucking silent, and he's like, no, he just knew, no, she's not. Damn, it <laughs> maybe was it's insane. A, maybe it's a cultural thing. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I don't know is the wife's name in the game. Her name's like Holly or something. We'll go with. Okay. And he steps out of the car in like this, you know, this house in the forest or whatever, and he looks up and he's like. Ah, what a nice place to get away. It's nice and quiet. Everything's good. And Holly's like, hey, will you bring that box in? Apparently the movers didn't bring it in. And then he's like, until Holly opened her fucking mouth or something like that. I'm like, what the (laughs) fuck are you doing? (laughs) Jesus. (laughs) Oh, man. Get a damn box. Not go fuck yourself. God, I could spend (laughs) I could spend an entire episode talking about my grandparents on the Polish side of my family because they they were a handful, but damn it, I miss them a lot. All right, well, stay tuned for the side quest discussing our <laughs> Polish parents. <laughs> um, I've, I did a couple more things. I'll talk about them very b- briefly. I, pl- I played NBA 2K20 and WWE 2K20 uh, to the point where, A, I don't know why this wrestling game looks like dog shit from the ps2 era but it totally does uh also it's broken to the point where some of the like character models had their eyes like sagging down past their jaw (laughs) it's kind of fun actually i think that's making it a better game to be honest with you oh fuck (laughs) Uh, it was out of a morbid curiosity that i wanted to check that out because a friend of mine was like yo this is fucking broken and i'm like all right let's do that uh then i played the basketball game it's real pretty they're like they have like facial animations now that kind of creep me out because they look a little too real. And yeah, my basketball team sucks. So I didn't play too much of that. And that was it. That's all. Oh, I finished Breaking Bad finally. Um, oh, yeah. Second, second time for me, first time for Elizabeth. So we are finally ready to watch El Camino and then probably Better Call Saul if I have anything to say about it. So hell yeah. That show's fucking good, man. I had forgotten just how much of a piece of shit Walter White was. And at the end of it, you're like, all right, he, he kind of came around like he's it's too bad. It took him this long to become a, a good person again. Hmm. I actually but, didn't get 
I only watched like the first episode or two of Breaking Bad, so I never got to see uh, the piece of shit that Walter White becomes. Oh fuck it's you! So bad. Oh my god. You, Trace. Um, I know this is not going to happen before next episode, but I implore you to at least <laughs> watch every episode. No, <laughs> to at least watch like four episodes of that show. Okay. Like fuck it, until you get to probably season two you won't get to the real like meat of like oh i'm hooked into this oh but uh it's, it's a master class in storytelling i fucking love it yeah i kind of want to watch it again after watching el camino so oh fuck it's good now's the time yeah it is uh, uh but that's all i did i'm just looking forward to outer worlds and Call of Duty and other stuff. I'm going to see if I can see the lighthouse at some point. Real quick, uh, I want to bring up um, now. There are currently people on this planet playing Death Stranding right now. Uh-huh. And it, it seems like the reception is, is it polarized or is it mostly positive? From what we're <sighs> seeing, it's he made a fucking masterpiece, but it's not for everybody, which is what we expected. Yeah, I suppose. I was, so I, I've <laughs> heard it's somewhat revolutionary from reviewers that aren't allowed to say shit until november 1st and then some people are like fuck (laughs) it's good but i don't like it it. yeah Yeah. i was telling matt and i will briefly just tell this story uh dan reichert is a a games journalist we'll call him even though that's not what he really is over on the giant beast cast was talking was talking about death stranding and simultaneously not talking about at the same time because he can't he's a noted like kojima fanboy loves everything metal gear solid all this stuff and just hearing him dance around the fact that he fucking hates death stranding with a burning passion was just the funniest thing i've heard all year um, was, a, was a, a little scary for you to like watch somebody do such a turn on him i mean and if the if even if you don't like the game it's not it's just it's finally he made a fucking game that you didn't like <laughs> finally that would like I don't know. I think there are there are definitely a lot of aspects of his games that I don't particularly like. Uh, you know, for instance, the movement in Metal Gear Solid Five I think feels like shit. That didn't stop me from playing that game, beating that game, platinuming that game. But you know that that's a bummer. And the indications going forward is that, and even we saw it in that gameplay demo of like, oh, you have to hit the triggers when you lose your balance to take your steps or whatever. I'm like, shit oh, that's like, like that. that's like a bridge too fucking far, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I can dive into like the quote unquote survival aspects of this game. And I love that stuff. Then I'll be, I'll be all for it, but it it does sound like there are going to be some barriers for me to like this game. I'm not just going to be like, Oh, this is fucking perfect. Most people that I've, I've seen have said it takes a good few hours to get going, but once it does get going, it's insane. I mean, like, I've heard nothing but good things about like the story aspect, which is where I think he will shine completely bar the gameplay at all yeah you know it's it's a it's a last of us situation right like a lot of people hated the the actual playing of the last of us but that story kept you in it and it kept you going and whether even if the story sucks if the gameplay and the story suck in death stranding i'm gonna finish that game like it's I, I fucking finished Metal Gear Survive. Okay, I'm gonna finish. <laughs> You're more dedicated than I. <laughs> I okay. Lyle's not here, but I cheated to do it. But still, I finished it. <gasps> I, I know Lyle. Just he's he's so and mad at me for that. That's why he left oh. the podcast. 
Oh, he, he knows about it. Okay. We're, we're going to air thought, it. He knows. He, uh, he gave me shit about it for a long time. And then now he just is like, I'm done. I can't work with you anymore. I was like, oh, okay, cool. We'll replace your ass with, <laughs> we'll replace your your ass with some silence. <laughs> clean your desk. Yeah. Clean your desk out at the game quest headquarters. You fucker. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're changing the locks as we speak. Pack your shit. Uh, so yeah, that's coming very fucking soon, and I, I'm incredibly excited weeks. about that. I did pre-order it this week, so yeah, it's I'll be over at Matt's house that week once I get off. As soon as uh, I get off you work. better get off on Thursday because, <laughs> or when you get off work, you're off. You'll be off work before, so yeah, yeah, like nine o'clock on Thursdays when it unlocks, I'll play it for yeah. Hour. I won't be I won't be there for that. But um, <laughs> another thing that I that I forgot to talk about is we got a group together, like a group of seven or eight, I think, and played the Jackbox Party Pack Six. Which nice. um, I love, but not every game in it is good. Like, yeah, what's I mean, what's your favorite in there? Okay, so there favorite is a there's favorite. a trivia. Okay, uh, least favorite is joke boat. Okay, yeah, is the ones where you have to try to write jokes. You're like perfor- you're performing on like a cruise, and you have to try and write punchlines to jokes, and your punchline will come up again later. And just like, you know, silly shit like that to force you to be creative. It's fine. I don't think our particular group of friends that we played it with, I don't think we are funny enough to make it entertaining. I, think I just one... couldn't think of shit. Like, hence my fucking fuckity fuck that I put down there. Like, yeah, yeah Matt put down like, a fuckity fuck. For like, 30 seconds is not enough time for me to come up with something good. It takes me like a day to do that. Like, somebody will insult me. And then I'll be laying in bed two days later, but like, shit, I just had the perfect comeback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that that one, uh, I, a, I don't think it's as good as the, uh, like the rapping one from the last game or no, two games the, ago. The rapping one is fucking great. I love Yeah. I think the joke boat just, you either need to a really understand how that game works. Cause I don't think the, the prompting and all that stuff, I don't think it works out well. Yeah. Um, or also just being, you turned it into a game of cards against humanity, right? Like you just say the dumbest things. They're not actually yeah, jokes. You're just saying fucking dumb shit. Like uh, that's the only two ways I see that one working. I don't think it works as intended very well, yeah. but that's just me. So then there's a dictionary game where they give you a word of like a, a made up word and you have to, you have to come up with um, a definition for that word. And then your definition will come up later and you have to come up with another word for that definition that you gave and it's another one of those joke boat type games that isn't even that great it's not it's i dislike it enough to where when we played as a group i didn't even pick it that one is fun when you're taking shots at other people you know Mm -hmm. there's there's the one where it's like um uh, fuck i'm gonna have a tough time verbalizing this so i probably won't but you know if you're like making fun of other people when a word comes up that sounds like it's you know derogatory or something right or something like you're like, you're like oh matt's like fucking beard that. you know like pathetic matt's beard you know something yeah. like that <laughs> yes yeah, yeah yeah and then uh another one is just kind of it's uh, like a trivia game but it has a couple twists there's some mini games in between that i really like it's set in like a murder hotel type of thing uh that one i i think that one's my second favorite i'm gonna yeah i'll call that one my second favorite Role models is another game where you have to match certain they'll give you a, a list of items that are related to a category 
somewhat and then you have to match each of those items to who you think fits them best and then it, at the end of the game it puts together like a little profile like it'll it'll describe you as like an aggressive something it's it's fine so are you saying that that push the button the alien one was your favorite push the button the alien one is my favorite game because it okay. is oh my god it's we need so, to play that again when i'm not such a dumbass uh, it's so fun when uh when you have a big group so depending on the group size a number of people are selected to be aliens among the humans and the uh you can select people to kind of like test and see what what they give as answers and the people uh humans everybody is given a prompt or a question like to answer or a prompt to draw from however aliens will receive a prompt that is different from what is shown to the humans so at the when they show all of the all of the drawings or all the answers to the question usually the aliens have answered to a different question mm-hmm. and then there's hacking involved to where it will show a human and alien prompt or you can work with your fellow alien and give them the hack and say, hey, you have human prompts now, so just answer like normal and you'll blend in. That's my favorite part of that one. That it's when, so when, when you make an answer to... When you're the alien and you make an answer to a question, because they'll give you ones that are different, but like they're close enough, right? Yeah, so, it'll be so like, you have to try and figure out, like, how can I answer this vaguely enough to where it fits into another prompt because i know i'm not answering this prompt what am i answering yeah Yeah. so it'll be like uh you know it'll ask the humans what's the best movie of all time and it'll ask the the alien what's the scariest movie of all time right and then so you know they'll pick you know the godfather or whatever and then somebody will say the room the scream or something and they'll be like what you think that's the greatest movie of all time. And then you have to like defend yourself. You're like, Oh yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, of course. And that stuff is really good. And then it it also leaves open. It, I just want to say it takes the game out of the game and puts it in real life in a really cool way. Yeah. And then you, it, as a human, you are also under the, the stress that you're possibly hacked seeing alien prompts. Right. And the alien can unhack you at any point. So they can hack you for a round and you're like, oh, I got fucking hacked. So you answer the next one as if you're looking at an alien prompt. So there's just there's a whole lot of fuckery that can go on in in that game. And it's just a big party size. It's only like 15 minute games. It goes fast. And by the end of it, everyone's just fucking yelling at each other. It's (laughs) it was it was like the most fun I had as a group of friends playing a game other than like doing the raid in Destiny. Yeah. So I would love for uh it'd be great if Lyle would fucking get on and do some jackbox. I'd hope he could make time for a fifteen minute fucking game. Ah, uh, probably not. Yeah, now that I know, you know, not to say, hey, what's hacking do? Yeah, Matt asked what hacking did <laughs> and he was so he was my alien compatriot. I was just sitting Whoops. here, I'm like, fucking shit. All right, I'm gonna let Matt bust Chuck himself and then I well, we actually didn't lose that round. Because everybody was so glued on the fact that Matt outed himself without realizing it that I just stayed quiet and nobody could figure out who the second alien was. I was going to uh, say, okay, you, it's Matt you totally and... threw him under the bus to deflect, right? Yeah, yeah, I did. <laughs> but I was trying to message him the whole time. And then he messaged me like after I stopped streaming. And he's like, shit, just saw these. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. 
Now right, I know. Well, shit. I thought we were going to have a short episode, but somehow, despite not really doing a whole lot, we managed to we managed to pull out a full hour of recording. I think. Hell yes. Hell to the yes. So that was that was your daily, weekly, daily, weekly, daily dose of Game Quest. You can find us on Facebook at Game Quest. Yeah, I'll try that again. Even though it's not going to get edited out, you can find no, us on Facebook not. at Game Quest. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Game Quest Log. You can also find a link to our Discord in the show notes. With that being said, take your award and get the fuck out. I did a lot better that time. <laughs> you did. You did. Uh, yeah, fuck. Better. Better is the word.